Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Trampabet Podcast for Saturday the 9th of March 2019. I'm your host John Walker and with me as always is Andy Vaughan. Good evening John, how are we? Sure, we apologise right now Andy for the people who are listening to us on Saturday morning about the pick that they've already missed of yours that's inevitably going to be on Friday night. I do have a Friday night shout, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> and it'll have come in. <laughs> Tough shit for listening to late guys. Um, just want to say a big thanks for uh, Gordo filling in last week, playing the role of Gary Black and didn't play Pokemon the whole time. No, he didn't. But he, and I know he does I, play Pokemon a lot. And he also he gave respect. us a belter of a pick. Ah, Shombly at twenty-one to twenty or something. Well, I got I jumped on it. I think seventy-five during the game. Brilliant. I was delighted. I was out with dinner with someone who likes a gamble as well, but he couldn't find them on his betting app. And I was oh, like, they might not have in play on the national on every site. That might be what it was, but I was like, mate, it's Shombly. They're away in the French national league. Just look for the French national league. He's like, well, don't. It, I can see League 2 I was like you're going to need to go further down yep. into the dark pit of your betting app like next to German League 5 West 4D see depending what <laughs> depending what site you're using see if you're using the Bet365 app if you swipe their logo at the top left or right you can search for things like just type yeah, in Shombly I've found on the Skybet app I assumed you would be able to search for a team and you can't I bet there's a way to do it because you can do it in 365 but it's not evidently apparent straight away you swipe the logo at the top and you can just type in like a greyhound's name a team's name a competition's name and it will find it um but yeah great shout because they won three nil it wasn't wasn't close not not even remotely it was an absolute rout yep so we'll just jump straight on to ours then andy a good week for our bankers an excellent week again so i took club brugge at home to st Troyden in the belgian league one to three they won one nil i was not really following the game because I was out on Saturday. It wasn't one to be worried about. You know no. how you get a 1-0 and you're like, oh, I'm unsure, should I cash out? Is this going to turn? Nah, as a standard one I was nil. basically only following it through your updates. Brilliant. So. Um, my game was similar. It was AC Milan against Sassuolo, and Milan won 1-0 at odds of 4-7. And again, they took a lead. They were then, Sassuolo had a man sent off, and the game just died. And coasted in 1-0. AC Milan have went from 8th to 3rd in the league yeah. in the space of two and a half months. Pretty good. Gattuso has got it going. It's basically just a carbon copy of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer at Man U. Like, it's, it's the same. They're just rising without yeah. any sort of hiccup. Because that means AC Milan will probably be back in the Champions League. Champions League. Which would be awesome. Because yeah. it feels wrong. Well, it's iconic them. having AC Milan and seeing the red and black vertical stripes. You yeah. Know, they should be there. Yeah. Um, over to the value bet. Now, you said it was a good week for the bankers. It was a tremendous week for the value bets. These were good odds. So I was in the Croatian league, so I had Garic at home to Rudez. Rudez, I think, are probably the worst team in that league. Like, they definitely are, based on places. They're rock bottom. They've won one game all season. They have a goal difference that's minus 34. That's pretty poor. That's well, Any goal difference that's negative is terrible. 
Minus 34 is pretty bad. Yeah, that's... Well, <laughs> surely by the law of averages, half the teams in any league are going to have negative goal differences. Not really. Not see, that, if the, see if you look at the Scottish Premiership, because like Celtic's one is so massive. Yeah. Like the top four probably, is it? I w- I w- I'd need to look and check at this, but certainly in the Championship, Dundee United's goal difference last year, when we came third, was barely over level. Oh, really? Aye, because we Christ. just didn't score goals, and we got a few humpings. Like, Falkirk beat us 5-1, 6-1. Like, so, so uh, Gariccia won 3-1, but my bet was over 2.5 goals, which you were getting at around even money, which was fantastic. I really liked that. I had that included on my bet. Did you take them just to win, Gary, on your bet? Well, who was that, sorry? Gariccia. Yeah, no, I had them as part of a fourfold. With yeah, but it was two. just the win. You just did, you took the win? Well, yeah, I just took them to win, yeah. Over 2.5 goals. Both came good. Lovely. What and, was yours? My value bet was Halisher. Oh, this was the non-Saturday? This was the non-Saturday. And you were getting Halisher at evens, but before game you'd get them at 5-4. to four. They won 4-0. Four 3-0 nil. Three nil at halftime? 3-0 at halftime. I was talking to you, do you remember in the podcast last week we were talking about it and you were saying, oh, unsure if Halisher would win, but you'd definitely be interested in some overs. Yeah. Because, you know, Halisher hadn't been scoring, but we thought this was the game that they'd turn it round. Fuck me, they turned it round four <laughs> 0 So the value bets sailed in. That's like that's my cop out though. Is just going overs because I just I like the idea of not wanting and not really needing anything for either team. Yeah, I just need goals to happen, but something to happen because that's always better than watching a game or following a game wanting nothing to happen. Yeah, because you're two 0 down and y- the bet is almost over. Yeah, but no, it was it was a, it was a very good week. And then my outsider, I was in the the Zag, the famous Zagreb derby, Locomotive versus Dinamo. So you were getting Locomotive at five to one. This came really close. I know they came. I was watching it on Skybet, and when it came, went back to one each, there was like two two cock teases of suspended betting Ugh. on a Locomotive attack. And because you have nailed your free a couple of times now, I was I was choking for it. And that would have been an excellent five to one's big odds. That's huge. And yeah, you were definitely on the right side of that bet because the stats, looking at them throughout the game, it didn't look like a game in which one team was a heavy outsider. No, it was just oh, just in the end that that suspended betting when nothing's happening mm. upsets me so much. I had similar pain with my outsider, so it was Yeovil versus Morecambe, two teams I've backed against several times this season, and I took the away win. And Morecambe were doing the business; they were one 0 up at half time. And they went on to throw it away in the second half and they, they lost 2-1. That's right, Gary and I were tracking it um, when we were out for, for Conroy Stag. And when you, it was 1-0 up and then that was, uh, it started to rain back in. Yeah. And the sadness came in. Fucking Yeovil. <laughs> That's three times. That's three times. Alone. Yeah, they must have made your Jeremy list. They, they must love me. Like, when if I back against Yeovil, they'll be like, right, three points in the bag this week, lads. Yeah, because I don't remember them being on the bad side. I think they've only ever done us. Like I don't remember them I've, ever being. I've backed them to lose three times, and they haven't lost in each game. Yep, two two draws and now a win. A win, uh, but it was the outsider, and it was thirteen to five. So I am absolutely disgusted with my first charity pick. So the red card in the classical. Have you seen Ramos's elbow that he should have got sent off for? on Messi? Yes. Yeah. yeah, he didn't get sent off. Though. I am so. I understand, right, the only thing I don't like is Messi behaves like a child. Mm. He runs over to the ref and shows him his, his broken tooth. Which, I mean, is it's a good sign to show that you were hit with something. Yeah. But it's also the sign of a pure grass. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was even the way, like, it, to me it reminds me of my nephew. 
when he tells me my niece or my other nephew's hit him. Yeah. He like comes up and points to something that he's been hit and you go, aye, but don't be a wee bitch about it. It's 2019, John. That's a, that's a very nineties attitude. Do you think so? Aye, that's yeah, that's what we were brought up just going, on. But... No, just man up. Aye. Yeah, that's who, what. That's who what cares we were... if he tried to stab you? Just just go on with it. Aye, we were brought up in the get on with it thing, but now you're to make a huge song and fucking dance <laughs> out of absolutely everything, aren't you? But my other charity pick was very indifferent. I had at half time. It was Can V P S G now now. I took this as a single. I liked it that much. Yeah, yeah, and it was. Um, I think I'd done a cash builder on Friday and cause of Sean Blay coming good in Hallisher. I had a bit of money in my account. <coughs> so I stuck a hundred quid on can not to lose at half time. Right. What odds were you getting? They were getting five to one. That's massive. Not to lose. And they went one nil up. And as soon as they did, I was getting offered three ninety for my cash out. Did you take it? Took it instantly. You had about twenty seconds. To twenty take that. seconds, and PSG got a penalty, so yeah. I got it. And then by the time I'd put my phone back, I'm, in my pocket, I'm amazed that the bookies were on that so quickly because the goals happened in essentially the same minute. It was what fifty two and fifty four, <laughs> and but I got it out. I got it out, and then PSG went on to win two one. So I was absolutely delighted. But our charity bet was already done. By the time that game kicked off. Yeah, Hoffenheim v Frankfurt, I had down as a draw, and I know you said you didn't like the draw. Um, so close. It was so close. 96th minute winner for Eintracht Frankfurt <laughs> um, in six minutes of stoppage time to make that game 3-2. So, annoying, but, you know, we live and learn. And the other game, Vendersel versus Arhouse. I had Arhouse, I, I like this bet as well, because I had a single on it. Um... Vendisil scored in the first 21 seconds. So A quick goal. A quick goal. So I then put the single on Arhus to win at odds of 5-1. to one. Um, They were 2-1 up at half time. They got a man sent off 10 minutes into the second half and basically tried to hold out for 40 minutes and they came unstuck with about 5 minutes to go. Yeah, because I was having a good run. I was texting you. I was having a good run with the cash builders. And I jumped in for another goal in that game. Ah, you know, it's like, you're a dick, John. <laughs> I know. Don't want any more goals in this game. Uh, this is this is why the WhatsApp group needs to start, but we've now got the Facebook group, so we've we can plug... We've got a Facebook group, yeah. Plug been... that now, on you go. Um, yeah, so we Gary created a, a Facebook group. Thanks very much, guys. In fact, you're on it just well, now. Well, this, I see is, on your this phone. is one of the reasons that I, I did it, uh, is that you can actually have a live chat on your Facebook group going as we record. Ah, um, cool. So I have podcast listeners right now chatting about our results from last week. So um, we've been we've been putting some games up and some listeners have been chiming in. And I know Jason Stott hit a couple of ACAs at the weekend that came up with like £1,100 profit from a stake under 20 quid. Yep. So that's pretty fucking impressive. And uh, just to show the other side of that, we also have Ben Grant who's told us that uh, he's not what, had any winners this year. Has he been, has he been listening to the podcast? Yeah. But not, but not backing it. Not right. Backing it. Maybe, maybe you should back that bit. Uh, and uh, former guest Eddie Casty is saying that Liverpool let him down for a 700 to 112 fold. Yeah, I saw oh, that. He, po- he posted the screenshots in the group. Um, also, a shout out to George Jones, who, who joined the group and instantly gave us a winner with uh, Metallica in the Italian Serie D, which is then split out into several. Oh, my God. Here, see if your leagues have to be split out to alphanumeric. Yeah, it's like hexadecimal. Re- redo your leagues. <laughs> yeah, well, in Germany, at least they call them by the region. Yes. So you get Oberliga Hamburg, Oberliga Berlin. Um, but no, Metallica, it was a great shout. 
they won 2 0, but it was looking shaky because it was 0 0 until the 85th minute. But he then followed this up with shouts on racing and then Shamrock Rovers. So everything he's touched so far uh, has, has come good. So big shout out there. And I didn't get any alerts from anyone telling me they followed my Granite Shaka shout. I did. It was the most of it was that I would have put. I, well, I did. I put like fifty quid on it. I would have put my house on that if so, I had a house. So what absolute idiot back Shaka to be booked in Arsenal to win? Yeah, me right I mean, here. I and mean, then they you, get a penalty in stoppage time, and I was counting the returns. Have you seen the new rules? I think they've scrapped rule one, which is the penalty one. There's five new rules, and I think rule one's been scrapped. Oh really? Yeah, because everyone just went, "That's nuts." Thank fuck, because it made no sense. It was as if they wrote half a rule and went. No, wait, that doesn't make sense. So just to explain to everyone what this is, is if a penalty is awarded in game time, what they were saying was, after the penalty kick has been taken, if it's saved or hits the post, the game stops. stops. And you don't get a chance at a rebound. I mean, I don't know what they were going to restart with, a goal yeah, kick. a goal kick. So if a keeper saves a penalty and puts it round the post, it's a goal kick. Yeah. That is literally defying the law. Like... This is a problem with people who aren't involved in football making so that's rules not, about So football. that's not a corner. That, that's a goal kick. That's a goal kick. And if the keeper saves it, it comes back out into open play. It's the ref just kick. instantly blows his whistle. Yep, goal kick. Yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure, because I was reading up on it today, I, there's chat that it's been scrapped for being ludicrous. Right, thank God. Because that I made mean, no sense to me. I can see what they were trying to do. They were trying to do, you just get the penalty kick and that's it. But it does seem kind of stupid. Yeah, but the reason you get the penalty kick is because a team broke a law. Yeah. So there shouldn't be... Uh, somebody said it was to give the goalkeepers more an advantage. The goalie's teammates let him down by conceding a penalty, or potentially the goalkeeper. You shouldn't have an advantage <laughs> at a penalty. A penalty should almost be as good as a goal. Yes. Like, that's why so, there's so many are scored. Like, if, if one yeah, saves it, it's you missed. you stopped a goal Yeah, you stopped, you stopped a goal from happening, yeah. So, so I think that's the point, but no, I, I read it and went, that's the most ridiculous rule. I've ever seen suggested. I don't know if you're a golf fan, but they recently did the first big overhaul of the rules of golf that came into effect 1st of January this year, and several players already have had two-shot penalties and lost tournaments as a result of weird little things that they've just not got on board with yet. Uh, you can putt with the flagstick in now. That's one of the one of the weird ones. But it's a big change is there, so maybe football were saying we're going to do the same. Yeah, I mean, we should maybe address it and. I could, I could go on and moan about this all day, but we'll, we'll, we'll let it slide. It was just the penalty one. I was going, this makes no sense. Yeah, so Shaka Yelgard, he should have been sent off within 10 minutes. His tackling Harry Kane was ridiculous. Mm. Like, that was a... That was a I'm not a big fan of Pochettino, but that was the one thing I did enjoy in his press conference. He got asked about Kane being offside for the penalty, Vertonghen being inside the box for Aubameyang's, and he said, well, if we're going to talk about that, can we talk about Shaka being red-carded within five minutes? Yeah, if we're going to pick and choose. Yeah, you know, can we talk we... about the one that I seen, which was a tackle on my star player yeah. within five minutes? Never get booked for it. And he got let away with a shirt pull as well on Ericsson, and I had said on the podcast the yellow card was going to come on Ericsson. He pulled his shirt back and in, inside It looks like half. you've just been watching Shaka. Did Sky Sports not do this years ago? There was, like, player cam. Does that yeah. even still exist? No. Do you remember that? You could just watch a guy, but it was uh, really boring. And I had Virgin when it happened, I was always dead jealous, because I wanted to try it. it You'd try it for like five minutes and then never do it again. It's like having a smart meter in your house. You had player player cam and also let you watch it from an alternative camera angle, which was behind the goal. What, as if you were at the top of the stand? At the top of the stand, so you could watch it overhead from the goal. 
Just try to mirror FIFA, basically. Because the only time I ever used it was an Arsenal-Charlton match, and it, like, I did it for like two minutes. And I was like, nah, I've had my fill. Uh, that's one of the things they've then since binned. <laughs> Do you not remember the other thing they did where they got two fans in to commentate in the game? But that was, that was potentially magic. tremendous. I know. But you, you never know. I don't think they had to go through any real vetting process. No, well, no, because it was the same 20 fans. They chose oh, was them it? The All right, okay. The, they chose them at the start of the season because on Monday Night Football, they used to discuss the weekend's fixtures with each person against each other. And then the MNF game was the fan zone. That was what they did. Quite enjoyed that, actually. Mm. Okay, let's go on to the, the the section that's now beginning to come a bit sluggish because the players <laughs> and the goals are becoming less and less. It was very exciting when it started and there was four of them. Yeah, because Jack Harper was scoring, Henderson was assisting. Bates was keeping clean sheets left, right and centre. Well, we'll start there. Yeah. Hamburg won 1-0 last night against Firth. Just. It was at Aaron Hunt near the end. 90, yeah. 85th, 86th. So Gordo was texting me because he was on Hamburg and he texted me back Hamburg, they're evens. And I was like, I've been watching this game on BT Sport. Hmm. It's dire. And then he just wrote back, shite bag if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, right, well, I'm definitely not doing it now because, you know, I'm not rising to that. They fucking I, went and scored, didn't I they? I would have. Yeah, they went and scored. So. Yeah, they won 1-0. Bates played 90 minutes. Hamburg are up to second. There was very little highlights from the game from what I've seen. And Bates wasn't involved in the goal, so I lose a lot of interest when that happens. Yeah, hardly anything really happened in that game. But, but it's a massive three points for Hamburg. Huge. A, a huge win for Verona, the first in nine games. Mm-hmm. Liam Henderson played all 90 minutes. Highlights are not up yet. So there's potential. No, nope, he did not. He was not involved in an assist. He did not get a yellow card. But he could have been involved in something else. You normally get like a five-minute highlight package of this when the games go up. And I can pick them out. Liam Henderson's really identifiable. Yeah. Because he's tall and pale and plays in Italy. Yeah. Um, but highlights are not up yet, so I have no more information other than he didn't score or assist, but he may have been involved in something awesome. Jack Harper, Malaga drew one each with Cordoba away. Played full 90 minutes, no assist, but he should have had an assist. Flicked the ball on. The guy, I mean, the guy gets wiped out. The guy heads it over the keeper, and the keeper just shoemakers him. Interesting. Wipes him out, completely out, and the header goes wide, but there's no penalty given. I've, I've also never heard anyone say that. Yeah, I was just about to say, I've never heard that. What does that mean? Yeah, that was a goalie that wiped out the... Oh, it's not a, it's not a reference to the racing <laughs> no. car. <laughs> I think it's a bit grim. I was like, Jesus Christ, I've never heard that. That's the France-Germany World Cup yeah, instant. I understand now. <laughs> but I mean that reference is better you, you hear the name Schumacher obviously yeah. Michael because you know he's one of the most famous <laughs> sports persons of all time ah <laughs> uh, yeah well yeah let's go with that then yeah just either way it works but I mean the guy was unconscious and uh, well yeah Jack Harper was first to the ref just with his hands up going like surely like whatever the Spanish for surely that was a penalty El, El Dedo <laughs> El Dedo does, does Jack Harper speak Spanish you know oh, he speaks he, Spanish. He... Oh, he's been there since right, yeah. he was 10. Oh, aye. Yeah, of course. So, he probably speaks better Spanish than he does English. Because mm. it'd be more relevant. Right, the fun part. This is my favourite bit. When we go on to what we don't know. 
this week's picks. Yeah, because all that's just recapping what's happened. So it feels like you're just sometimes reading because there's nothing exciting to put forward. Yeah. Oh, I'll it... get something exciting. All right, go for it. Uh, I'll I'll be the judge of that though, Gary. So Gordo mentioned last week that Dumbarton had a a win and a hat trick was scored. Yeah, we had another win against our Broth this weekend, uh, and what's gone unnoticed is that's Dumbarton six games unbeaten. How? Because the previous Ooh. three Four games draws. before that were draws. All right, okay. But turning it round, turning it round. Oh, uh. and there is a game we didn't recap, and we mentioned at the end of last week's podcast. Oh, Potentially my... the worst game of football ever. Something had to give Albion Rovers Berwick, and, and nothing, nothing gave. did. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, Gary and I on Conroy Stag explaining to people exactly how bad these two teams were, and it was Gary that flagged it up when the full time result came up. He's like, draw. Draw. So that's 20 games without a win and for 13. Albion and 13 for Berwick. So. And, oh, and I meant to say, see when you said the England USA game? The She Believes Cup. The She Believes Cup. For some reason, I thought you were saying, like, as if it was like a Spanish thing. Like a she believes, no, she <laughs> believes. As like, a, I don't know, believes in what. That... So I was go, I was looking at the English team playing in this she believes cup, and I was like, that's weird. Uh, Andy definitely said they were playing in some other tournament that I assumed was in Brazil or Mexico, because <laughs> I, I had then seen that Brazil were playing them before that. Yeah, Brazil, Japan, USA, <laughs> and England. So I, th- I don't know how I thought it was spelled, but I thought it was like she believes. It's actually hashtag she believes. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Cup. No, I seen that. Well, these tournaments are sounding more and more like horse races every day. You know, you can just whoever whoever puts up the prize money for the horse yeah, race yeah, gets yeah. to choose what it's called, <laughs> and that's been used to some pretty comical effect. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't the Sheepalese Cup as I thought it was. No, Sheepalese. But, but hashtag she... Scottish players abroad derby. Ah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but people have used that before. It's like hashtag my wife is a cheating slut. <laughs> cup. Cup. <laughs> 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 it's been done. It's this <laughs> coming week. My banker, I'm going back to Atletico Madrid after the heartache that they caused me playing Real Madrid. So to be clear, in the Spanish league, Atletico Madrid have only lost one game at home to Real Madrid when I last picked them, and only dropped points to Barcelona previously. So the home form's unbelievable. Uh, Leganes have failed. I've only won once in ten away games. This seems 49 you're getting. Seems pretty certain for me. Athletic Red are in really good form. They just beat Juventus in the first leg of the Champions League. Yeah, that's pretty good. They're going to tide over. They're going to come good. They're going to finish second in the league. They'll win. They'll win two goals to nil in that game as well. If you, you want to pick a correct score. You but I'm just going a banker as a correct score. That'd be mental. No, I'm just pushing out because you could probably get 41 for two nil. So if you want a bit of interest, I fancy it to be two nil as well. But might take the handicap, mate. Just to win. Just to win is 4-9. to nine. Nice. My banker, I'm in England in League One, Saturday at 3 o'clock. So it's Barnsley who are second against Accrington Stanley who are 14th. Barnsley are in great form. In fact, they've been in great form all season. They've got 70 points from their 35 games. Five points off top spot Luton. And they're top of the 10-game form table. 24 points from their last 10 games. In that form table, Accrington are 23rd, only 7 from a possible 30. Barnsley also won the reverse fixture 2-0 away at Accrington earlier in the season. I can't see anything but a pretty solid home win here at odds of 1-2. Barnsley haven't lost a home league match since I think it was September, start of September. That's a long time. What I did notice was that they averaged less than 2 goals a home game. 4. 
So if a team scores, it tends to be a draw. But Accrington have lost like one in ten away. So yeah, uh, not one one in ten away. Accrington are not good on the road. And that's uh, Liam Lindsay's played every game of that unbeaten uh, ten game run. Oh really? He's phenomenal. I love him. I can't believe Partick Thistle sold him for like peanuts. Hmm. It, it actually angers me. Like, <laughs> like you invest all that money in this uh, youth system, Partick Thistle. I used to coach Partick Thistle, so their whole idea was that they would create players that could sell for a million pound. Yeah. And they had Liam Lindsay, 18, who had been part of one of the best defences in the league. And they knew that Rangers and Celtic wanted him, but Rangers and Celtic would have been charged in excess for being in the same league. Got you. So Rangers and Celtic just went, nah, we're not paying a million pounds for him. Then sold him to Barnsley for 250k. Like, t- just undersold, undersold himself just to not sell them to one of the old firm. And I was, it just annoyed me because he kind of did disappear for a bit. But it looks like getting relegated has been the best thing for them because they're riding quite high now and he is playing really well. He's been playing in the month three times for them, just for their own club. But for a centre-half to get three players in the month is quite rare. Yeah, that is superb. I remember when, do you remember Julian Spironi that used to play in goal for Dundee? Oh yeah, pa- he, uh, Palace goalie. Yeah, he went to Palace. But when they were, before they came back up, he won like player, player of the month for them like six times in one season or something. It was mental. Yeah. Uh, my value bet is Leon away to Strasbourg. Strasbourg have not won in five games. Leon have won the last two games. Picking up a wee bit of form again after the Barcelona game. Um, they know they drew with Barcelona, but they mm-hmm. weren't good. It's the most negative I've seen a team play in a long time. But I'm just going even money. Leon are fourth, Strasbourg on the 13th. It, the odds are good. They do sound good. In and around evens for a spot like that. Yeah, good. I feel... Just Leon... Look, I watched the... Are Liam at home, John? Yeah, no, they're away. away but right. what, they've won the last two. They've been they've been looking quite good. Cool. That'll be why you're getting evens then. If they were at home, you'd, I presume they'd be a heavy odds yes. favourite. Um, my value, I've, I've followed you to France. Um, I'm in League 2, though, and it's Orleans versus GFC Ajaccio. Friday night alert. Friday night, 7pm. So Orleans are 7th. They've got 40 points, but they're only 5 points off the promotion playoffs. Ajaccio are in the opposite spot, so they're 16th. 29 points, only four points off the relegation playoff spot. Uh, so you've got a team vying along at the top against one at the bottom. Uh, but the real value comes from the current form. So Orleans have gained 11 points from the last five matches, second in the overall form table. Ajaccio rock bottom of that same table, only managing three points out of their last five. So a bit of a mismatch in form. And you're also Orleans at home here. And you're getting 11 to 10 for this bit. I did look into it a wee bit more. There's a lot of draws in this fixture between each other and they've played each other seven times in the last three seasons five have been draws um, as you actually are better away from home you you love draws betting on draws yeah I don't would never I wouldn't touch it because of this uh, as you actually are better are better uh, away from home than they are at home they are they are good. ranked higher away from home than Orleans are at home Orleans will win this game think so yeah and, and you're you're getting 11 to 10 see I probably won't take it just on the basis that it's a Friday night and I bet I, it worked Friday night worked brilliantly for us last week yeah, that's a good point but I was more convinced by hey, hey, uh, Halisher okay I was very convinced that this is the run of draws is really annoying me I like this pick um, Ralph's on the, the Facebook chat saying that he, he's outraged that we're four games in and no German teams oh I don't know I don't even know if that corrects itself I've got one Good Just wait for the charity bet, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for my outsider, I think this is a belter, by the way. 
So you've got Istra, who are ninth in the Croatian league, playing Gorica, who beat the bottom of the league 3-1 last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Istra have not scored a goal in five and a half games, home or away. They did not get scored a goal in five and a half, half games. games. They did four hundred and fifty minutes plus forty five. Five hundred minutes of football. Yep. They did get a good one 0 defeat away to Zagreb when I had took Zagreb over two point five goals. Mm-hmm. However, there were like thirty shots on goal. So I'm putting that down to Zagreb being rotten and yeah, not Estres being good. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Gricha. <laughs> Are a wee bit better informed just now. They've only lost one in ten. They've got six wins away from home in that time. They're picking up enough points. They are fifth in the league, but they're only seven points off third. So they are getting up there. They had a good win. They've won four in a row now. They've not played massive teams though. But you're getting two to one to win away to second bottom in the league. That's a big price. Yeah. Second bottom in the league. Yeah, it's just a two to one that swayed me. That's I just felt the odds were good. Yeah. So a lot of value in there. Go for it. Hopefully the same in mind. This is uh, the English Championship Saturday at 3pm. Derby County versus Sheffield Wednesday. And I'll be taking Wednesday away from home at 13-5. to Derby, they're in a poor run of form. They've lost their last four matches in a row. Um, they get thrashed 4-0 from Aston Villa at the weekend. Wednesday, I watched the game. It was on TV, the uh, Sheffield Derby, Sheffield United, Sheffield Wednesday last night. And Wednesday looked good. Um, they've only lost one game in their last ten. Um, and Derby's most recent home game 1-0 defeat by Millwall Lampard's coming under a bit of pressure and this is not going to be an easy game for them to turn that round I think the odds of 13-5 to justify a wee punt in Sheffield Wednesday I've only Derby's form against Sheffield Wednesday to argue it they've not lost an 8 at Pride Park Against Sheffield Wednesday. I mean, there's probably been 48 48 managers in that time. (laughs) But that's a complete irrelevance to me. Yeah. I get so worried when I see that. But no, Sheffield Wednesday, they've recovered a wee bit. And if I'm being totally honest, the way Frank Lampard's behaved a wee bit this year, I kind of want them to lose. You you want them to lose. That that bitching about Bielsa's really got my back up. I don't don't get it. I know I moaned about it at the time, but I don't get the issue. Imagine a Chelsea player being really unlikable. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the charity picks Uh, I'm going for Huddersfield at home to Bournemouth because Bournemouth have lost 10 in a row in the Premier League away from home. Okay. Took a 5-1 scudding off Arsenal. They did. Huddersfield beat Wolves in their last home game, which I felt was a wee bit of a return to form. Just the way they were at home previously, where they were dead dogged. And Wolves and Bournemouth are very similar in style. They like yeah. to dominate the ball. I think a team at Huddersfield will be really frustrating for okay. them to play against. 23-10, so they, they were almost going to be my outsider, but I wasn't as confident to have them on my free. Sure. But twenty feet ten really persuade me. It's just, it was the result against Wolves that looked like the kind of Bournemouth will move the ball quickly and just fail to break through. Mm. And they're really short of confidence. So if Huddersfield can get an early goal, we go for it. Twenty three ten. Big odds for the charity bet. I like it. Uh my first pick, um you're saying interestingly that could have been your outsider. Both my picks could have been my value pick. Um, we'll go first with Dunfermline away at Aloha, which is Scottish Championship Saturday at 3pm. You'll get Dunfermline at just under even money, 4-5. to five. 
Uh, Dunfermline, good recent form. They're in contention for a promotion playoff place now. They're actually in fourth place right now, ahead of Inverness, Caledonian Thistle. Uh, conversely, Alloa, second bottom, so they occupy that relegation playoff spot. They're only one point ahead of Partick Thistle, at the bottom of the table. Dunfermline, currently top of this league's five-game form table, four wins and one loss. And Alloa have the exact opposite record, so four losses, <laughs> only one win. So I expect Dunfermline to win this game, and I think odds of around evens is pretty damn good. I tend to make detailed notes on home form, away form, form against each other, but I just wrote guaranteed in my box on this one. Guaranteed? But four to five? That's, that's <laughs> uh, wonderful. Aloha are so bad. Yeah, so there you go. If you don't like the Orleans shout, you can have this as the value <laughs> yeah. instead. I, I think Aloha's pitch makes their home games much more unpredictable. That their artificial grass is on a slope. Me and my brother have had many arguments about how steep that slope is. Mm-hmm. I think that Aloha, um score a lot more goals playing downhill. It's not anything I've ever looked into, Gary. What, like as if they're playing table football. Yeah, and, and, you, t- and you, but does this not work in favour of the other team when they play downhill? Only though the Aloha are used to it. But you see the goalkeeper coming out to almost the halfway line yeah. to, to take kicks. But it's, a, it's, but it's slopey. And there's a, it's artificial though. Yeah. So there's no uphill gardening required. No. See, see if I've ever seen a goalkeeper, unless it was like the last minute of a match and you were getting knocked out of a cup or you needed a goal to win the league. See if I've ever seen a goalkeeper coming up to the halfway line to take a free kick. I would instantly sack the manager. Oh, not to Rele- Relegated. I'm not finished relegate the team four divisions <laughs> to the lowest possible point and release all the players in a free just on the premise that you should not be kicking a ball with the goalie from the halfway line long. Mm. I get frustrated watching under-17s do this. We play against so many teams that just hump the ball and you've got SFA courses and coaches telling you that this is exactly what they don't want for youth players, yet nobody seems to do anything about it. Could rhyme off about seven teams I've played against this year that are disgusting. <laughs> like 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 the boys that we played against Craig Park Colts under seventeens on Saturday morning. And to say their team style of play is a fucking disgrace would not be shot. We had a boy taking long throws from just inside their half. I mean the boy could launch the ball, but a, what is a sixteen year old learning when his teammate can throw a ball forty five yards? Literally put six people in the box whenever they had a throw in inside our half. Do you get an assist if you take a shy and someone scores directly from it? Oh, he's probably got a lot of assists this year. But the foot maybe one to look for it, it is a few just, seasons time. There's so many parents come and watch football in the rain and cold and have to watch that. Like I was bored of watching it. Like our players were getting frustrated, going, This is rubbish. I don't think parents. We won necessarily... we won, by the way, I'm not just being bitter. They were a terrible <laughs> they were a terrible team and rightly got scudded. But it was so boring to watch. Uh, Jason Stott on the chat is describing the Huddersfield-Bournemouth game as uh, every chance of being a right Bobby game. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd probably agree with that. <laughs> My other charity pick is uh, Pick Swall away to uh, home to AZ Altmar. I'm taking Altmar at 4-5. to five. Altmar have won 7 out of 10 away. Swall only have 2 wins and 10 at home. And in the last four meetings between the teams, Swole have conceded six, five, four, and two. Okay, so, so been... they're struggling in against that Altmar. order. Uh, six, four, five, and two. Okay, I was going just wondering back, if it was gradually decreasing. going backwards, but right. they've all taken part in the last twelve months. 
two were at home for Alkmaar though, right. but still they're giving them a scud. No, that seems that seems sound. Uh, my last pick for Ralph, German pick, um, is Allen versus Hallisher, and we've backed Hallisher two times, I think, now, and they've both come good. So this is in the German third league on Sunday at 1pm. Hallisher in third place with 45 points against Allen, who are rock bottom of the table on 21 points. Hallisher, one of the best performers on the road this season in that division, 23 points from the 13 games. Returned to goal-scoring ways last week with their 4-0 thumping of Urdingen as my value bet. So they've got a spring back in their step and they'll be too strong for the bottom of the table club. Uh, and you'll get odds of them at 5-4, to four, so slightly better than evens. Yeah, I'm pretty confident in this one. They've only won 3 of 15 competitive games at home. Allen? Yes. Yeah, they're not good. They're very poor. So yeah, that's our charity pick for this week. Have you got a special? I do have a special. Yes! Um, if anyone's going to be watching. This is my favourite because I've got two of them in a row now. If it, And I don't, so... You know, I need to up my special game. Oh wait, is it two out of three? I've got Shaka booking, John McGinn booking. Oh, I think there was one in between that I didn't get. Two out of three ain't bad. I had Ramos to get booked, and he should have got booked in that game against Atletico Madrid. We meatloaf reference, please. Meatloaf reference there. See, don't that. get that enough in podcasts. No, you don't. <laughs> so Hoffenheim versus Nuremberg, BT Sports Sunday, two thirty in the German Bundesliga. Five of the last six to head. Uh, head-to-head meetings between these two teams has provided four or more goals. And four or more? Four or more. And the other game, the game that didn't, was 2-1, so it was bloody close. Uh, Hoffenheim's last 20 games have had two or more goals every single time, apart from once. Uh, Hoffenheim's, they create goals in their games, and Nuremberg have conceded 49 goals in 24 games, and they haven't kept a competitive clean sheet this entire season. I fancy <laughs> a lot of goals. So I would back not the over two point five. I'd back the over three point five. An extra goal, yeah, for, for to to boost those odds because you know Hoffenheim they'll come out of this like a bat out of hell. I... <laughs> we'll get goals. Uh, I think my pick is an absolute belter, and although you can just be vague with it, so Crystal Palace versus Brighton is the twelve thirty game on Saturday morning. Okay, live on Sky Sports. I I would go into the specifics of saying that I'd imagine Wilfred Zaha will be involved in the winning of a penalty and Milojevic will be involved in disposing of that penalty. But you cannot be that specific just now. It might come up later on. But I'm just going to simply go for a penalty to be scored in the game. Okay, so, you, so even if you two. get it wildly wrong and Brighton score a penalty, yes, you're still good. Yes, it doesn't matter. 7-2 for a penalty to be scored. I just Crystal Palace win so many penalties well for Zaha and just to heart back to something earlier the penalty must be scored no rebounds no rebounds they don't count <laughs> well it was a Crystal Palace have had 8 penalties this season that's and a lot of penalties 7 of them have been won by Wilfred Zaha 4 have been disputed for dives and I think they probably have been but doesn't matter all we need it to happen is be awarded and be scored <laughs> so you're getting 7-2 to two for that I like that shout yeah I'm, ba- I'm back in that regardless yeah I'm, I'll back I'm really it as well why not That'll make it interesting. Every single foul that happens inside the box, I'll be screaming for a penalty. <laughs> um, have we got any more shout-outs, Andy, from the Facebook group? We good? We do indeed. Uh, Gordon McLaren, um, with his Chambly shout last week, has also given us Chambly are away at Drancy. 6-7 for Chambly. Rodé at home to Pau, 8-11. to uh, And he also says Orleans at home to Ajaccio. So he's went for them as well. He's... he's He's, he's Instantly, well. I feel more confident about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, three shouts from Gordo there. Um, if you fancy some some French lower league football, Chambly, Rodé, and Orleans. 
or group. Well, if you listen to this, there is a Facebook group now. Yeah, it's uh, just Trample Bet Podcast Facebook group. Uh, you can get me on Twitter at John Walker underscore nineteen eighty six. You can get me at ASV Sports, or you can get both at Trample Bet. Um, I don't participate in Facebook, so Gary, are you the guy? I'm the guy. Gary's the guy. No, can... wait a minute. We've had a last second input. Oh, uh, <laughs> Jason's thought. Leicester to get relegated, 251. Wow. That, that sounds so bitter. And for a podcast <laughs> for a podcast in the west of Glasgow, we will let that one slide. So there's going to be no podcast next week because I am at the Cheltenham Festival. Cheltenham Festival, and it's just... And uh, I don't know if you want a rundown as an extra special, special segment. Go, go, if you've got Cheltenham stuff ready... I've, you, got Cheltenham, I've always got Cheltenham punt, stuff ready. You punt the Cheltenham stuff right this now. Is, this is the week that... All horse racing leads up to uh, in March. National hunt racing, so it's jumps and hurdles. These um, two the, types. The jumps and hurdles increase the chance of horses murdered. They I just the want chance. to say the sport that you're interested in has horses been murdered. I'm just being just being clear. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm kidding on. No, no horses get no horses get murdered. I once heard these, these horses lead an incredibly good life. Have you ever seen Charlie Brooker's wipe of the Grand National? No. And it's Doug Stanhope. I once heard Doug Stanhope refer to the Grand National. He said, the Grand National is to horses what a horse killing machine is to horses. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny line. It's not true. Um, the Chelten- it's the way they pull up the wee curtain and just do it there. <laughs> you guys are sick. They should do that in football also. See the ones they that dive. That. They should do that. It would, that, would discu- that would discourage diving. It would discourage it. If yeah. the guy came on and just went, sorry. So, Cheltenham picks. Are, are we finished? Yeah. <laughs> Cheltenham Festival, four days of horse racing, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, starting on Tuesday, the 12th of March. Uh, there'll be seven races each day. Each race, um, the, each card begins at one thirty, and you get seven races a day. Now, loads of bookies are doing sign-up offers. Loads of bookies are doing enhanced odd shouts. Loads of bookies are doing new customer offers. Do have a look around for these because you can basically just get a ton of money in free bets. I don't ever bet on horses, but I think last year you were messaging me and it, Skybet tend to do the first one. If your horse loses, you get money back as a free bet anyway, every day. They've changed that this year Oh, with their new promotion. It's now just money back as cash up to 20 quid. Oh, so it's, a, it's literally do what you want with your 20 quid. Do what you want with your 20 quid. If it doesn't win, you get it back. First race each day. So that's one thirty each day. Um, and I've pulled out some picks for them. So the Tuesday, it's the Supreme Novices Hurdle. I'll be back in a horse called Mr. Fisher at 14 to 1. <laughs> right, okay. um, so, you know, why not have a free punt at 20 quid yeah. on something that's a big outsider? Uh, take him each way. On the second day, the Ballymore Novices Hurdle, one thirty. I'm going to back the favourite champ that's trained by Nicky Henderson. He's got an excellent uh, record at Cheltenham. Uh, second most winners ever. Uh, three to one you'll get him at, so I'm going favourite there. And then I've gone back to having a big punt on the last two days opening races. The JLT Novices Chase uh, on the Thursday. Kill the Sart, 16-1. And then the Triumph Hurdle on the Friday. Pick Dory at 12-1. to one. And that's an especially good bet if it's been raining and the going's going to be soft or heavy. So they are my opening. I pulled them out because you get the, the special sky bet. Also, Coral are doing on the opening races each day. Double your winnings up to 25 quid extra. Nice. So if you fancy a longer odd shot and you just want to put £2.50 on it or something, know that you can get that doubled by Coral. 
but they'll only double up to 25 quid. Um, I've pulled out some favourites because Cheltenham, anything can really happen, but there are obviously favourites that do win, and these are the ones that I expect to do really well. On the Tuesday, 3.30pm, Bovidaire in the champion hurdle. He's won it the last two years. This will be his third win in a row. There are three horses taking him on, but the three horses taking him on are all mares, so female horses. They get a £7 weight allowance. I still don't think it's going to be enough. So Bovidaire in the champion Wait, hurdle. Wait, so they race with the male horses? Yes. But in this race, they get a £7 allowance, so they're they're not as heavy. Right, got you. In order to sort of match it up. Um, and the, the the big horse is Apple's Jade. Uh, that's the one that will be that will be taking on Bovidaire, but I think Bovidaire will just be too strong. Apple's Jade last year should have won the Mayor's Hurdle, was odds-on favourite, and had a disastrous time, let a load of punters down. And I figure the same thing will happen again. Um, in the Mayor's Hurdle this year, so that's the race afterwards, 4-10, Benny did you, especially if Apple's Jade doesn't run in this and runs in the Champion Hurdle instead, 2-1 for Benny did you, I think it's an excellent price, and I think this is another favourite that's expected to win. And then the last race on the Tuesday, OK Corral, 3-1. OK Corral's been prepped for this race. This is an absolute beast of a race. It's over four miles, 25 fences. So not hurdles, the huge big fuck-off fences. That's where they die. 25 of them cool. over four miles. There's a horse called OK Corral. He's been totally prepped for this race. I'd be all over that. Um, on Wednesday, the absolute banker of the festival is at 3.30pm. Altior, odds of 1-2. to two. He's won 17 races in a row. He's just he's just going to win this race. Every single race at Cheltenham this year, you can make a, a case for three or four different horses, except this race. Right, okay. I, I'll be amazed if Altior does not win this race and Min doesn't come second. That's a forecast. Altior first, Min second. Um, Wednesday at 4.10, the Glen Farkless cross, cross country. Tiger Roll won this last year. He then went on to win the Grand National. Absolute brilliant horses, even money. If you fancy it as part of like a, a lucky 15 or something, I think it's probably worth having Tiger roll on. And then the Ryanair steeplechase on Thursday, footpad, 4-1. to He won last year's Arkle. I think he's got a good chance. So they're the favourites I think will do well. I'd avoid the favourites in every other race. And then finally, Friday at 3.30, this is a big one, Cheltenham Gold Cup. This is what it all mounts up to. If the going is good, I think it's between two horses, uh, the two market leaders presenting Percy and Clan des Obos. Presenting Percy hasn't been raced over fences this year, which seems bizarre prep um, when he's going in his favourite to this, and I don't think he's going to win. So if the ground, if the going is good or better, I'd be backing Clan des Obos, who you can pick up now at about 4-1, to one. but if the ground is heavy, Cheltenham ends up a big hill. It's an absolute slog, so you do your whole race, and then you've got to stay up this massive hill. And if the ground is heavy or soft... The horse that won last year, Native River, will win again this year. In which way do they have to take the dead horses off? Do they go back downhill or do they have to drag them uphill? <sighs> You're a bad man, John. You're a bad man. <laughs> there you go. There's some Cheltenham picks. Follow me at ASV Sports. I'll be tweeting um, my picks before each race. And I've historically had very good Cheltenham festivals. I'll be down there on Tuesday and Wednesday. And I'm, so. ba- I'm basically just going to copy your yeah, bets. Great. So I've just been in touch with you all day. Brilliant and just take a list so, of them so some of those favourites I mentioned you will see if you don't have a Paddy Power account for instance I saw the other day 50 to 1 for Altior to win maximum a pound bet for new customers you will find bits and bobs like this you'll also find great sign up offers bet 365 I think are matching up to 100 pound in free bets so you deposit 100 you get 100 to play with 
And if you have accounts for all those betting accounts, what you definitely, definitely cannot do is use your mum's email address and Don't bank card. You definitely can't do that. Don't if do you've that. already got, like, you definitely got something saying you de- I'm just saying you definitely can't do that and get away with it. You and, definitely and, and you, can't do that and get away with it. And you definitely can't do it if you have a different address now, for yeah, instance. Also, how are they going to spot yeah. that? Or email, yeah, you definitely can't do that. So, yeah, you, just to be clear, you can't do that. Right, you the the free. I mean, the free bet will work. You'll get your bet. You'll get your stake back. You'll be able to do it and win money, but you definitely cannot do that. It tells you in the terms. Of the... <laughs> Don't do that. Do it. See you in a couple of weeks. See you in a couple of weeks, guys. Bye-bye. Happy hunting. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.